I don't want to deal with the elevator people. I don't want to deal with the escalator people. I don't want to deal with the popcorn lady, who's probably a pretty <laughs> awesome person. Like, what's what's your version of putting hands on you? Like, did hey, you, are you trying to rush? You think you're gonna rush a move and the boy punching your chest right quick? Cut to it, cut to it. Let's get down to it. Cut to it, cut to it, cut to it. Let's get down to it. Welcome to another unbelievable episode with one of my fantastic, one of the most fantastic, most fantastic people I've known uh, to walk the face of the earth, Coley Mick. And then we got a special guest, Central South Carolina's finest, the ninth, 19th overall pick out of Clemson, South Kakilaki, man. Shaq Lawson. What's up, dog? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, man? Man, I'm not too bad. I'm <laughs> not too bad. You know, uh, you know myself. And then let me introduce you to um, Coley Mick. He's out in Boston. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a bo- huge Boston fan. Anything about Boston, you name it, he's all over it. I mean, if, if they had a Boston uh, snail race, he'd be the biggest fan. I mean, he is all into Boston. So you know who is you already know who his favorite team is, the New England Patriots, right? He has f- how many rings do you guys have? Uh the New England six. Patriots? Six. Six rings. Coley, mm-hmm. however, just like most fans, he has zero. Uh Listen, just like I, me. I've ridden in those championship parades. I don't know about I don't know why you're talking to me like this, but I appreciate yep. Shaq being here. And yeah, <laughs> let's start there. Why have you signed with every team in the East except for the Patriots? We're kidding. <laughs> I did, right? Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, I don't know. I, I ain't know. I, like, my old coach from Buffalo had ended up going to the Jets. So at the time when I got traded, when I asked for my trade from Houston, and I knew I just already had a relationship with them. So I ended up with the Jets for one year. And I was looking at it like last. I'm like, damn, I'm playing on every team except Buffalo Patriots. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could we'll use get, you. We'd, you would help tremendously with what we're trying to do. So just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, more important things. Um, no, I'm just joking. Um, so, hey, uh, Shaq, what's the, f- what, what, what's the first concert you ever been to? The first concert I've ever been to, was, I think, it was a Beyonce and Jay-Z concert. Mm-hmm. I think it was like my rookie year in Buffalo. Oh, okay. First time I've ever been to one. All right. And I and I just went to one a couple of nights ago. I went to the Future concert. So, okay. How was that? Uh, it was nice. It was nice. He bought okay. a lot of people out. All right. A lot cool. of people out. Coley, you? My first concert? Yeah, your first concert. It might have been. It was probably Summer Jam back in like oh two or oh three. So mm-hmm. it was a bunch of people there. Okay. Uh, just like twenty different people. So that was strong. All right. How about you? Uh, Brian McKnight with my with my wife. Pretty so, strong. Yeah, it was all right. It was good. I'm not really a huge concert guy. No? So, why? What about them? Well, I mean, I just grew up super poor, so just experiencing things like that, I just, it's not something like that's on my radar. So... And so you just kind of get conditioned to not doing certain things. I picture you not liking the crowd aspect of it. 
too many people. You know, that's another one. That's another one. <laughs> that is another one. I'm just not a huge crowd person. No. I'm not. That's just kind of been my that's my deal. But as crazy as my uh, Deuce is the same way. He's not a crowd person either, my son. So Yeah, like 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 you said that uh, I was in away from everybody, like I was in the suite. I'm like the same way I can't be around a lot of people because I'm claustrophobic anyway. So. See, well, see, it's not even that though. Like, I don't even want to go in to the suite area to I like I don't want to park. I don't want to deal with the parking attendants. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the elevator people. I don't want to deal with the escalator people. I don't want to deal with the popcorn lady, who's probably a pretty <laughs> awesome person. Right? I just like I'm just sometimes I I I'm I'm working on it. I'm just antisocial sometimes. Right? So I don't know why. I'm I'm working on it. Man, I'm in progress. I'm in progress. All right. Uh what's one of the favorite cities you've played in? So far and why? Um, I would say Buffalo out of all the cities I've been to. Um, Buffalo is a small town. Uh, yes. You know what you're going to get. You know, the fans are all about ball. And most of them fans spend majority of their money they, they work for on season tickets. So, I mean, just going back to country town, it's like South Carolina to me anyway, farm. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I had got used to playing up there. I know I had played in Miami and Houston, but I mean it was it wasn't never the same because you got to think about Miami. Number tourists down here or people don't really don't know about football. It's they more like soccer than here. So okay. So what has been something that's ever it? it what's been the worst thing someone has asked you? To buy for them or to invest in? Uh, the worst thing was my uh one of my homeboys wanted to start a label company, so he said, uh, give me like a hundred thousand. Mm. I'm like, how I'm gonna make something back from from anything uh with that investment? And then we end up falling out. I ain't talked to him since then. But he wanted me to just give him a hundred thousand mm. and see if it can possibly take off. You know how the rap game go. Or it don't really work out like it's supposed to. Or <laughs> I'll never see that money back at all. So yeah. we end up having to fall out about that. That's probably the worst thing somebody asked me, though. Okay. Coley? What's the worst someone's asked me for money for? Yeah. We were at Target yesterday. My daughter was trying to get this truck, right? And she has too many trucks already. She didn't need another one. So that was probably that's probably it. So what are you saying? Your daughter wanted a truck? Yeah, she wanted a little truck from Target. She just has too many as it is. She didn't need another one. We had a so, little bit of a falling out because she didn't understand uh, what I was trying to say because she's three years old. Like when you had, say, a falling out, like what is a non-African-American parenting falling out versus? Oh, uh, I was everything was good on my side. She had the falling out with me. She like, had a meltdown. Fall, oh, she had, oh, so <laughs> she, hit all, she hit all the uh, non-African-American uh, teaching parenting like in the store falling out no nah, no it wasn't that bad it was oh, just not like, that uh, bad so that would nah. indicate she has before oh i mean the first day the first 10 minutes we were at disney it was just all so overwhelming she didn't yeah, yeah. she wasn't listening she was just so overstimulated so that was when like a full meltdown but yeah oh. it was nothing like that 
No, no, like I hate you, daddy or mommy. None of that. No, never. She would never say that. She loves okay. us. She just doesn't understand sometimes. Okay. I I just had to ask because there have been, uh, I'm I'm I'm, you know, walking a tightrope right here because, you know, there's been some parenting, like I've seen some parenting stuff that's pretty interesting. <laughs> when, like kids don't get what they talk get what they want especially non-african american kids like they just generally they generally kind of act a little different for sure you know there's there's stereotypes and they exist for a reason but yeah this is just a three-year-old being a three-year-old okay, okay. she's right, very okay. good with the please and the thank you and very Ooh, polite okay. child but every once in a while she just it's hard to it's hard to talk to someone you know truly knows nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, oh, absolutely. They, they have nothing downloaded onto their brain. They have no point of reference. They don't know anything. So trying to walk them through and try and give them a, a lesson, not even yeah. like I'm going to show you a lesson, but like truly trying to teach them a lesson, it can be difficult. Okay. Okay. So as I was talking, I know Shaq, he was sitting over there going, yeah, we know what we talk. We know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm not listen, I you know it is what it is. I, I'm not trying to be racist, right? I, I gotta keep saying it. My wife is Caucasian, so I you know, I'm not people think I am. I'll say like uh Shaq, I'll refer to myself as light skin. You know, I'll say, hey man, I'm, I'm all light skin. People are like, oh, what are you trying to say? <laughs> trying to say I'm light skin. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh so the worst thing that I've ever been asked to buy. Do you do you want to know? It was back. You remember when my, uh, Michael Jackson passed away? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. There was probably about four years later. I got an email. Someone was asking me to invest in a Michael Jackson cologne and perfume. Would you buy some Michael Jackson cologne or perfume, Jack? Mm, no, nah, I will. I will. I will. <laughs> nah. Yes. They asked me, will I invest in Michael Jackson perfume or cologne? Like, and the actual, like, cologne or perfume um, uh, uh, container was like him in his, you know, on his heels, hee <laughs> hee, like that. Yeah. No man ain't buying that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I already asked you, but hey, where are you from in a place you call your hometown? Uh Central South Carolina. It's a little small town. You know, um we got we got a couple names. We got DeAndre Hopkins. We from the same area. Oh, Hopkins. Oh, that's where? Yeah, Hop. Yeah, that's where Hop from too. Yeah, oh. From the same area. Yeah. oh, that explains uh, a lot. It, then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we got another one. Uh, we got another dude just signed with the Panthers, Deshaun Williams. We all came out the same year, but we ain't never win no high school, no high school uh, football championship. We won the basketball championship. Really? Yeah, that was crazy. It was all on the same team. Well, well, I graduated in two, 2010, and I graduated in two, uh, 2012. So I played like two years with her. And what position you, did you play? Uh, I was the four. He was the one. Okay. Okay. I'll just. Yeah. I, Who was playing yeah. the five on this team? <laughs> we had another dude. He was like, we had a white boy. He was like six, nine, but he was like a tennis player. He was a good tennis player. So okay. he was our post player. Sometimes right. I played the five. 
mean, uh, my senior year, I ain't really played. Like, I played a lot, but I was going for these like, high school football games, so he played a lot. But, I mean, we was, we was straight, though. Our football team, we would choke up every playoff. <laughs> our, our coaches do some crazy stuff, man. Yeah? Yeah, every year. Yeah. Hey, man, the pressure gets the people. Pressure gets the people. Yes, sir. Uh, how would you describe – how would you describe your upbringing, just growing up in in, in, in Central South Carolina? Oh, growing up, I mean, you know, just, you know how it is, man. Trying to I'm from the city. I have no idea what it's oh, like. Oh, you don't know how the country is. See? Oh, see, see? It was just, I mean, everything was so small, so oh, you, it was easy to get in trouble. And if you got in trouble, everybody going to know who did it, so. I mean, it was things like that going on. So, what kind and, of trouble would you get into then? In that, that. I remember I had one incident. We had like we we took from the uh, the ice cream man because he used to come. He used to come to the neighborhood, and we'd be like two cents short, one cent short. He won't even give us no ice cream. You know, you know, we struggling. But one day we ended up taking all his stuff and got in trouble for that little situation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so let me get this straight. You short on the change, but he's supposed to still give it to you. I mean, nah, I would, nah, I would, you're I would about say one yeah. cent. You know, yeah, one yeah that's cent. right. Yeah, we one ain't cent. Off. Yeah. We ain't off. That um, ain't much. I would say that. I would say that. You, you gotta give some grace for that, right? Yeah. You gotta give some grace for that. But if he's coming every day, and you're short on Monday two cents, you're yeah. short on on uh, 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 on on Tuesday one cents. Now on Wednesday you short two cents. So that five cent you short now, and if mm -hmm. you keep going in that in a whole month, bro, you're talking about like you're gonna be short of like a dollar. Now yeah, you add a right. dollar to that year, that's twelve dollars. See, I think it was one particular time he did it. <laughs> we was never short all the time. I think it's one time that <laughs> we all got mad. It was like, man, we're gonna take all this. That's the last time I ever got in trouble. That was like middle school though. Yeah. You know, and then... Uh, so when you say take all of his stuff, what are you referring to? Like, what did you... Uh, Like, all the snacks we had. Every ice cream, chips, everything an ice cream man used to sell, you know, they used to go above, beyond. They'd probably snap some toothbrushes for selling up. Or something <laughs> so little you, like that. So, so did y'all rinse? Y'all rinse? Yeah, how did, how did this operation go down? What was the plan? I mean, what, how was the heist? Yeah, before you uh, answer, there's been know, enough time for expunge. Like the statute of limitation has. Yeah, he's good. No, nah, we ain't never getting in trouble now. Okay. No, nah, we never getting in trouble. Oh, uh, we did community service. That's about it. Okay. But okay. Uh, other than that, nah, we just. It, I think it just a time change one time, and man, that, it got dark at like seven o'clock. We said, man, he come out of the game to go get all this stuff, and he just knew he knew it was us though. So, see these bad kids, man. We knew y'all was gonna do that one day, and you know, paid no mind. But uh, that's the last time I got in trouble. That was middle school, though. That was sixth, sixth grade. Then never, I ain't do nothing after that, you know. And then my dad had got killed in high school hmm. by a dude, I, a classmate I went to school with, this white dude. So that that really changed everything. It just slowed me down. Hmm. Like I ain't even finished going to school that year because it was like Traumatic. at that point. Like at that point, it was like it was a big war between the black and white. Because huh. I was this football player, and this dude, his daddy was like the sheriff office of the county from Pickens County. So it was like a big time war and stuff like that. I ended up sitting out.
ended up sitting out the rest of my junior year, like spring practice. And I said, well, I ain't go back to school until like the sixth game of my senior year in high school with football. Yeah. So, I mean, you, with everything going on, so your dad was 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 killed in an accident, car accident, by, yes, by someone who happened to be, you know, someone, his father, his family member, or somebody of influence of that, or that city, or that town, or that county. Mm-hmm. So you saying it was literally divided between, I mean, blacks against whites to some degree? Yeah, yeah, certain degree, yeah. It was it was getting to the point uh he was getting like threat. I remember one time the police told us he getting threats, he moved away, uh something like that. You know that uh I mean, y'all probably ain't seen it. The Alex Murdoff case. You seen yeah. that on Netflix? Yes, yes sir. You know yeah. that's from South Carolina too, right? Yeah, that's I'm South aware Carolina. Of so yeah. That's kinda like the situation how the the situation brought us over the rug with my dad. Like the dude, they never get breathalyzed or none of that. So it all kind of went on the rug because the dude was drunk. He came back from a bonfire, you know, and never got charged. Mm. Police, so that ended up happening and stuff like that. And so when I was watching that uh, the uh, documentary, I'm like, "Dang, that's kind of what happened to my pops and stuff like that." You know? So how does your fam? How does your family adjust to that? With you know, losing your dad and and, and how you lost him. So we adjusted. I mean, because it was my mom and dad in the car accident. But my mom, like, how he ended up dying, like, he was, like, 6'6". Six, six, and he got, like, uh, smashed in the car. Oh, man. So my mama was baby to get out. So, I mean, so at the time, I had brothers one and two. They young. I was committed to Tennessee at the time. I just got – I just committed to Tennessee that time. That's oh. how I ended up at Clemson. That's what made me stay at Clemson because that stuff happened. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we uh, we handled it the right way, you know. And the crazy part, like, when I got to Clemson, one day I was walking to, like, class. I ran into the dude, bro. He was working. Like, he was, like, cutting grass and cleaning up for the university. I ran into him, dude. And that's the first time I've seen him since uh, we went to school together. Yeah. I, I, how did that feel? It was, it was crazy. It was weird. It just like staring me up and down, and he end up like disappearing. And I, I, I figure like he got hit my mom up or somebody. He yeah, want somebody up to apologize. Huh. You know, so. Man, I'm sorry for that, bro. Yes, sir. But now nah, that made me right though, man. I, I ain't gonna lie. You know, you know, I so said that said so everything happened for a reason. That got me right because shoot, I mean, I was already like I was good at football. But my grades was low, so I ended up having to go to hard grade military. Had to go grind, go grind for six months, and then go to Clemson. So, yeah, got me right, man. It had changed me. Changed the way I think and stuff. Changed the way you think? Like what? I mean, shoot. Like, because at the time, I was supposed to have been in an accident, too. Something told me to stay back. Like, I was supposed to have been in a car, too. We were actually going to look for a new crib to move to, but I ain't go, so I was just... And look, you can't you can't take this life stuff for granted. You know, you here one day, next day you go. So, I mean, I mean that changed my whole mindset. Who like I hang around with, like who I was kicking with. Like when I was from, I, I was from like the town of Central Clemson right there. I ain't hang with nobody. I hung out with in high school. Like I had a whole new group 
and stuff like that. So it just just changed my whole environment. Hmm. So, yeah. so you go to Hargrave's Military Academy. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm guessing, right? Uh, yes, sir. I, I'm guessing and stating the obvious. It's a, it's a lot different from public school. You know, no, it's different. School. In, man, in what we, in what regard is it different? Because I've never are, been to, to to a military okay. academy. Man, it's okay. So for one, we are going to all these schools with these these rich ass kids. You know, parents got these busy ass jobs. So all of them, they middle schoolers was telling us what to do. Like we in post grad, we just graduated high school. Middle school telling us to go march, clean up. Man, we. We got up at 4 a.m. every morning, walked the bar walked the barracks, I mean, walked the square. Then we go out there and practice, man. We got to walk a whole mile and a half and practice. So by the time we doing that with the football and the military lifestyle, we was dead. Like, it was it was probably, I mean, it, it was a great experience, but that whole six months, man, it was, like, terrible. Like, I mean, one time I got in trouble trying to, Man, we because we didn't get that much time to eat. We probably got five, 10 minutes to eat, and we got like 80 people. So one time I didn't get to eat. I had went to uh try to go down to next block over, get some pizza, man. I had to walk, walk like a bullhorn for like 80 hours, full parade uniform, winter rifle on my shoulder. If it moved a slight bit or slip, I had to start a whole 80 hours off. 80 hours? Yes. <laughs> I had to do that. It took me. It took me. I. It took me like three months to finish that. On top of playing football and stuff like that, so that was that was that was that was it was like real life boot count. It, it put me in mind of the boot count where you seen on Mari if you watching like a Mari TV show and kids was hard here back in the day. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was something like that. Mm. Yeah, mm, I'm good on that. You call this a great experience. What what part <laughs> of it was great? And I, I didn't think that part, none of that was great. It just gave me like, okay, like, man, we had to make our bed a certain way. You had to, you had to shine them shoes man, a certain type of way. You was at chop, your face was clean cut. Man, it was just like everything was different. So when I got my rookie year at Clemson, my freshman year at Clemson, so I was ahead of every freshman that got in there. I came in just getting up 5 a.m. for workouts. That wasn't nothing to me. Uh, came in, I ended up playing my, my freshman year, ended up being freshman All-America because that, that experience just helped me. That experience just, man, I still make my bed up the same way. It's crazy because it was just installing me how I made it up. Do you wait, Do you make it up every morning? No, no, nah, nah, I don't make it up. I just keep it the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, but if we in, but we in, but we in football camp though. If we in like camp, my bed be made up the same way. I just yeah. get on top of it. Man, how did you handle the pressure of being the top twenty pick? Man, that I mean, you know, if you don't make no plays first, they're gonna call you a first round bust. And then, like my rookie year coming in, I'm playing for Rex Ryan. Man. Anybody know if you play for restaurant, you know what type of building that motherfucker is. That motherfucker like a party. He is he comes and it's like a party. My rookie year, I'm on IR, getting my shoulder back. Man, my first game was my first game was in Miami, man. Motherfucker was out late at the, at the club. Hey, and hey, stuff hey, like hey, that. hey, hey, we ain't snitching. We, 
No, it's not, not, no, no, I'm saying, no, not like speech. I'm saying we was out like doing like past curfew. So oh, it was okay. like a little different. Oh. Like, it was a little different. Oh yeah. It yeah, was a little different from my rookie experience. Like I thought it was the league because I came from Clemson. So I thought it was more like structure. So yeah, that, that kind of started me off a little bit slow, yeah. a little bit. And I ain't played no games for him. I ain't played, I only played two games for him before they fired him. So it was just oh, kind of okay. a little different. My rookie year. And then, I had to come in with McDermott. <laughs> Boy, McDermott. Was, vinegar and water right there, huh? Man, hey, uh, hey, he got me right, though, man. I mean, he got me right. I remember he told us we all had a circle. He's like, hey, man, you know how when you get a new GM and stuff, ain't nobody safe. I don't care if he was the first-round pick at all. So uh, that second, third, y'all end up getting right with under playing on the McDermott. I love playing it on them guys. They had got me right. If my rookie year, if it was like my rookie year, I probably would have been out the league two, three years, bro, because it was the rookie year was bad. You talk, so you brought up your rookie year and just man, I read a I read a few things about you, right? And it's like, man, I gotta get my mind right and I'm this and I'm that and I gotta grind. And a lot of young boys are, you know, y'all young boys are y'all, y'all you guys are actually pretty hilarious in my thing. Because it's like, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get right. I gotta grind. What are you not doing? Like, why do you have to grind? You're in the league, which you've already done, yeah. right? You're a top twenty pick. What do you think? I mean, you were you were drafted by the Buffalo Bills. Then you went to Miami for whatever reason. And they then, spent that money. They paid that bread. They they take they. So you signed a three year, thirty million dollar deal, right? Yeah, cause Buffalo wasn't trying to sign me back that year. Okay, right? Because they had they had drafted some guys. They had plans. Yeah. And so you go to Miami and get three for thirty to play outside linebacker. To outside linebacker, which you can't play outside linebacker. Nah. Okay. So let's 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 break that down. Why? Did you think you could play outside linebacker? See, the plan was okay. See, they signed. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know when you start off, see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. So, okay, continue. I just wanted to point that out. Cause my rookie year, I got drafted as an outside linebacker in the three-four defense for Rex Ryan. Gotcha. So Which is I a rush in. Now they had switched it up. At the time, they had Man and Lawson there, so he was basically the drop cover in. And me and Jerry on the other side of the rushing end. Yeah. So they had put me in that. I mean, okay. and, and then my combine, I was I, I was dropping good. I was playing out in space, catching the ball. Mm -hmm. So I guess they seem I was a 3-4. Okay. But but the whole, but we was playing on playing 4-3 with a 3-4 defense at Miami. That's okay. why I ended up signing there. All right. It was supposed to be mixed, but first couple of games, we were getting tortured in there. And, we went back to three four, so that's how I end that happened in Miami. <laughs> and so, so they told me I can only play third down. Yeah. Okay. So what? When they told you that, you were like, "Okay, cool, great." <laughs> yeah, and then and then I end up. Shoot, I knew I had a relationship with uh, Coach Cully. Had got the job in Houston. Oh, and he okay. was at he was at Buffalo, like the Dude, coordinator yeah, at the he, time. He was uh coaching. He was coach. He was coaching wide receiver. 
Yeah, something like that. And I knew yeah. I had a relationship with him and went down there. So I ain't, I don't think I lasted like two, three months, man. And I asked for a trade. Wow, what happened? I mean, it was just. Interesting? Yeah, it was different. I mean, okay. yeah. If, yeah. You know anybody been in that Houston organization, man. It's, it's different. It's kind of different. All right. Yeah. So. Three years, thirty million. You got paid, and you got traded to Houston. Then Houston released you. No, no, I asked to be traded. They traded me like oh, the third again? preseason. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I ain't never. I ain't asked to get traded. I ain't never asked to get traded for Miami. They oh, trade. Okay. They they traded for me. Oh, uh, okay, okay. They had traded for me, and then when I got there, I asked for a trade. And they was mad, like, "Why you want to ask for a trade?" And I'm like, "It's a little different than I spent." Yeah. And I knew I had, I knew at the time Carl Lawson had got hurt. So that's when I asked for a trade and I knew I could have been back with my old D-line coach at the Jets. That's how I ended up there. Okay. Yeah. And, how, and how did that go for you? If you like, if we was losing. I ain't going to lie. I was, I was coming from. Clemson. I even had a, yeah. I, I was, Miami, we even had a top five defense. And Buffalo, yeah. man, I was at, at Bottom last of every category last year, mm. from top to bottom. So that experience was a little different. Even though we were young too, I think at the time, I think the oldest players on defense was me, C.J. Mosley, and Lamarcus Joyner mm. at the time. Okay. So. And then they released you. Yup. They released me uh, the last game of the season, right before I was due. I think I was probably due for nine million dollars. Oh. Uh, they released me. And told me like, uh, I think you go help a playoff team, Baje Baje, and Buffalo end up calling me doing playoff in Cincinnati. But I end up end up not going. End up having my sports hernia surgery because I was been playing with a hurt going too, and end up having a sports hernia surgery. Took that lead minimum deal last year to Buffalo and just grinded out and made the most of it. So in college, you had a torn label. Yo. And in the pros, you had a hernia, sports hernia. Yeah, sports hernia, yeah. Okay. Like, how, how are you having these injuries that you don't know about? Like. No, man. I just, I, don't, I ain't never been the type to, like, complain. Like, when I first got in the league, too, like, if you hurt now, you go to some teams, you go to that training room, they report your ass upstairs. Like, depending on what team you're in. But no, some teams no. like you going to training room. It no. depends on what team. There, most depends teams, it's, most, most teams have to report an injury. Yeah, yeah. No, I said, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no reported, like, the injury. I'm saying if you're going in there, you get a little soft tissue work, they'll yeah. probably say you're coming in there too much or something like that. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Okay. You know, what the, yeah, so... Then me, I, just, I ain't never knew my groin was torn because I remember I went to Dr. Myers. I did went to go check. When I went to go check, my groin was torn. Dr. Myers, or uh, not Dr. Myers, dude, I think it was, whoever in Philly, whatever his name, name is, he you first, he told me, he told me I ain't know I ain't, I ain't need a surgeon. And he was like, the, I was like one of the first players he told, like, he don't need surgery. So I'm like, dang, they was like getting stronger. So I ended up getting stronger. So I was probably getting stem cells in the game, right? And then one time, I, I think when I was at the Jets, 
if I pull it out, I pull it again, then I end up having surgery. But a torn labrum, that like has to do with like when you lift your arm, that's painful, right? Uh, yeah, it only it was only pain. I mean, once I put that sling on, it it resists me. Like I stopped. Okay, but like you weren't wearing a sling in like when you weren't playing. Like you know, like when you lift your arm up when you're not in a sling, that's not normal. It shouldn't hurt. Like, nah, that nah, didn't it, register. Nah, that didn't hurt when I do that. It didn't hurt when I did that. Nah, it, it only. It used to pop out. I knew something was wrong with it when I used to pop out when I was sleeping at night. I can't pop out when I was sleeping. You just toss it back in and go on with your day? Yo. <laughs> toss Yo. that. Yo. Hey, so you I just in your you it. just in your sleep. <laughs> Man, and then you I, roll I, over? Yeah, by the time, I mean, I just knew how to do it at the time. I mean, I mean, when I did it, like Clemson told me, like, Okay, you might need surgery. Man, that's week one of the season. I ain't about to stop and put no surgery. I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get ready to, to play. No, so, I got you. I, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to connect the dots on the injuries you had that you find out so much later that requires surgery. Like, yeah, I knew. I see. They just told me. Like you, if you if you go look at every Clemson player track record and went to a lead, the motherfuckers come in hurt. <laughs> if you go look at it, it's everybody. Mm. Everybody coming that motherfucker hurt. It was just, uh, I don't know, I don't know. But I mean, I think last two years I ain't have no injuries at all. I mean, I played at my best last year. We think. Uh, you, you, you get a broken kneecap. Like, who knows what's going on? <laughs> no, nah, man, not broken. <laughs> oh, man. What, um, you know, I, I know you got you got released by the Jets, and that, that, that was tough on you. And then, you know, obviously I saw you up in Buffalo, and me and you had a conversation. And so I want to kind of ex, expand on that conversation because you said something that was really interesting. He's like, man, I'm just learning. I'm just going to keep my mouth closed. Why, why do you feel like you need to keep your mouth closed? Um, like from your perspective, not like, oh, I'm this or that, but just, you know, you just seem very determined to make sure you just go about your business and then really just do your work and go home and, you know, go home and keep your mouth closed. Why? No, uh, I learned this. I learned this about this league, man. Them folks don't don't give a fuck about you. So, um, I came in. I used to be when I first got league. I'm talking, laughing, blah blah blah. In the day, they don't didn't care. So my mindset when I came back to Buffalo was different. I'm like, hey, this the sack. I'm, I'm put my head down. I'm working. I'm have a good day and things like that. I just knew this this. Some of the business ain't real, you know. It's the sightseeing business in the league, you know. Yeah. So I just I had that, and then when I went, that's I mean that's another reason. Like me, I like to talk, man. I'm, so I ain't gonna lie. So I talk junk when I make a play. I'm talk junk and let people hear practice and everything. Like that's how I was every day. Okay. And I think when I first got back to Buffalo, uh, when my coach talked that for me, when that's why I really was left. They told me to be seen and not heard. So. That was, it kind of made, made me shift back on that a little bit too until, man, McDermott let me, shoot, I started making plays. McDermott said, man, get back to that dog what you talk junk to like you usually do. I'm like, all right. 
Yeah. Let me get back to that. That just made me better. Be seen, not heard. Yeah, that's what I was told after the conditioning test. After I killed the conditioning test, bro. Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm running, running. You know, I'm a, if I'm running and I, I'm talking and motivated, saying this shit ain't, this shit ain't easy, this shit ain't hard, I'm, I'm motivated. So they weren't trying to hear that and just told me to be, that's how I knew it was my like last time in Houston. So I know I had to, if I can't be the player, and then I know I was at count first two weeks, quiet as hell practice. Just threw my game off. Man, tell uh, tell me some of the guys in the locker room, like guys that, like funny guys or guys that are, like you just wouldn't think had that type of personality. Uh, funny guys, I'm really going to go back to the old head, man. That well, Marcel Darius was funny. Really? Marcel Darius. I was with Brandon Spikes for a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah. With Brandon Spikes. <laughs> uh, Kyle Williams. He wasn't laugh for a joke or nothing like that. He was more serious. Really? More serious. Yeah, Kyle went never. Yeah, Kyle was just always serious. I ain't, I ain't really see a laugh or smile out of Kyle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't never see him. What about what, Jerry Hughes? Oh yeah, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, he, he cool. He cool. Yeah. But when he get mad, man, hey, I know you seen that when he turned up on that referee after the game. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> he he a different person. It's 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 it's, it's a Jerry and it's a Gary. You get the Gary, <laughs> he, 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 he real crazy, man. But yeah, yeah, I had them. I had some good vets around me, and then uh, the newer cats now. Tre'Davious White funny, you know. He is funny. Tre'Davious White funny. He 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 gonna give you a laugh. Um, Isaiah McKenzie was funny. The little receiver we had. Yeah. They all got their own little, everybody got their own little vibe about themselves, you know. I, I like the Buffalo. Everybody just vibing with each other, though. I mean, everybody was hanging out with each other. Tell me about Coach Washington. Man, I love Coach E, man. Coach E. Yeah. Coach E, you know, he, you could tell he came from a military background because mm -hmm. how he coached and stuff is like, he wants you to be, the, he wants you to be the best and shoot. I actually learned a lot from him this year. And, and I actually had worked out for him coming out in the combine, but okay. Coach E, man, he's a, he a great brother, man. I, yeah. I like, I like him. Mm -hmm. So Eric Washington's D-line coach. I had him in Carolina, man. He's very detailed. Um, detailed, yeah. Man, he don't miss anything, right? Almost, nah. Like almost, it's almost like, you know, you think you think a camera's in the room. I mean, he's yep. going over every little thing, but he makes he does make sure uh, that the guys that play for him have all the information that's possible. What the oh. tendencies are of the offensive linemen, uh, what the tendencies are uh, for that style of offense, which gaps do they prefer to run into, even sometimes what how what kind of style the running back is or the tight end and all that stuff. So uh, there's a lot of detailedness. Um, you know, so that makes me think about You've played for three different organizations. How, if you're coming out of college right now, these guys are coming out of college, because we talk about this all the time, where there's some good and bad off a draft pick. Like, he, you know, he may be lacking a, a technique. Man, how much does coaching 
matter and the system you're in matter? It matters a lot. Yeah, it matters. You got to be in the right system. You got to be in the right system. What do you mean right system, though? Like you was was just talking about me. Like, for example, you you knew I went to outside linebacker. Yeah, I knew that. And stuff like that. So you got to be what you're more comfortable in. Like, put your hand in the dirt. Like, get off the ball. But some systems, like coaching, coaching, I mean, you can get the X's and O's at the end of the day. You know, they might put you in the right position to make plays. But at the end of the day, it's it's about you perfecting your own craft and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's true. You got coaches in the league, but I mean, how much you really learning from a coach if you already been there? I mean, you 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 learning basically the same stuff every year, but in a, in a different type of form. How they use their coaching uh, philosophy or something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's I'm basically telling them like. But, Work on your craft. You're going to know what you need to work on. Stay in the playbook. And film study. Film is going to be your biggest your biggest friend in the NFL, man. I ain't going to lie. You pick up Tennessee's left and right. So those guys go in there and do that, they have a great chance. They have a great chance to be successful. But that film is big in the NFL. I've seen from taking a step from college for into the NFL. Because you are a beater. Be the uh, be the see a guard leaning back. He got all the, his fat ass leaning back. Oh, he gonna pull. This might be a counter pass or a, a counter old weak, counter old strong or something like that. I know that's coming as a as a fire technique. So I can hammer and or spill if I got to shit like that. So I mean that's the biggest part from transferring from college in the NFL. What are some of the linemen? Like some good linemen that you've gone against, and then there's been some guys that you, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say that they, you know, bust out, but you know, not every lineman is built the same. Not a, a, every lineman blocks, but tell me some offensive linemen that you went against. You're like, ooh, okay, right? Okay, that uh, big boy from Philly. Which, so, I mean, there's uh, a there's a lot of big boys from Philly. Simone, <laughs> are you? Not not Lane, oh. the other one. Uh, it's morning, uh, right? Mata, yeah. yeah, yeah, Mata. Man, he, his he, he's so athletic, you know, because he was he played rugby. Yeah, so he's very athletic and strong with his hands. Man, Armstead, Armstead, he a beast, you know. Actually played him good this year. That that one year I played at the Jets when he played at the Seattle. That boy ain't gonna lie, he got he put the goddamn hands on him. Oh, plays. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Like what's what's your version of putting hands on you? Like did he... Hey, you, are you trying to rush? You think you're gonna rush a move and the boy punch you in your chest right quick? <laughs> <laughs> punch you in your chest. I had that happen a couple of times. Like I, I think, man, like with that one game last year, when we played the Patriots, man, I'm beating Trent Brown when we played him in New England. He 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 setting me soft, want to shoot his hands late. So I think he about to set me the same way. He ain't never switch up the set. As soon as I came out, he punched my ass in the chest. Bam. I said, oh, okay. He coming different. <laughs> I said, he coming different. He punched me like twice. I said, all right. Next time he punched, I'm about, I'm about, to, I'm about to dip on underneath the sun, man. But he, he changed his whole game up. Like, wow. But, you know, but rookie linemen, all, offense, all rookie offensive linemen come in the league, they struggle with power. Like, Cause it's be it's too fast for him, so you get a rookie man, just power. 
But this is, you know, so what? Have you ever went against uh, Big Trent? Yeah, Trent Nasty. Trent Dangerous. How'd that work out for you? Trent, man, I had a couple good rushes on him. I think I think he had an inline tight uh, inline tight end, so I came from a nine. But then one time, Trent, you know, Trent, Trent. Sometimes you got to make Trent respect you. If you don't respect you, he'll backpedal and do some dumb, crazy shit. Backpedal, not a regular backpedal stand. He'll cross legs open and still block you. Like he had did our one DN. Hold, like hold, hold on, hold on. What you, he crossed his legs? Yeah, you know how they pose a kick. Nah, he didn't yeah. He just ran back. Like, he just did it <laughs> like that. And still, like, I said, oh, yeah, this, he different. He different. QB dropbacks from left tackle. <laughs> yeah, man. So I said, he, oh, yeah, he playing with him. Wow. So he cro- he did a, he, so he backpedaled across his just, legs and blocked the dude. Still blocked him. I said, oh, yeah, Trent, dangerous. Yeah. He dangerous. That's so disrespectful. Yeah, it is. That was. It was. Uh-huh. That's why I came with the book. <laughs> I said, damn, that's disrespectful. He just backpacked. I said, man, you should have just powered his ass. He tried to. <laughs> but what's the name like that, too, though? If he Who? get back in white, if he get back in his shape, Who? Man, Makai Beckman, man. If he get back right, bro, yeah. he was like that his rookie year. His rookie year, he was manhandling people, bro. Really? He just, yeah, his rookie year, he was killing. Cause he played at the Jets, and I was I was still at I was at Miami at the time. That oh, man, okay. man, 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 But shoot, once he get back to there, he might, he gonna be back up though. It just my boy had a lot of weight on. What about uh any tight ends you go up against that you just like mm, you ain't got it, bro? Like in a blocking category. I ain't gonna lie. It's not I ain't I ain't um I, I ain't never went against Kittle. That's why I, okay. I ain't gonna never say like, but any other tight end, I'll be trying to fuck them up. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll be trying to fuck them up. Um, but I ain't never went against him yeah. or nothing like that. I remember one time, I think, I don't know, nah, you weren't playing. I ain't played when you, nah, when you had your boy, they had put Greg Olsen against me one time, bro. Oh, good luck. And, uh, <laughs> I said, oh, they wrong for that, <laughs> They wrong for that, man. I remember that. Man, Greg Olsen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Greg was talking to you the whole time, huh? Yeah, he was talking to me. Yeah, he was All right, buddy. All right, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. Play's over now. Play's over. He, he said, man, chill, chill. Said, man, I'm, I'm about to tee off. You great. Also, I'm about to tee off on your ass. You ain't supposed to be blocking. <laughs> oh, I told him. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, let me tell you a funny story about Greg also. So when Greg was here, in Car- when I was with Ger- Greg in Carolina, we also had Ben Harsaw, right? And Ben and Greg were the starting two after Shockey left. Like Shockey had retired. Uh, Jeremy Shockey. Bro, we used to be in a huddle, and depending on the play, Greg will veto hard sock. So if it was like a run play to the right, and Greg's supposed to be to the right, hey, switch. I was I was in the huddle, I was like, huh. Hmm. Right? If it was a pass, so he, you know, he'll switch. Then all of a sudden it was a pass play going to the left, you know, going to the to the left tight end, he'd be like switch, and hard sock would switch. Boy, I was like dog, right? So that, so I knew that. So I would watch that, 
So, you know, we had to run a bunch formation. And right in a bunch formation, you know, we got to do a, like a crack or we got to hit, you know, man on man or he would say switch. So we in bunch formation one time. DN gets out wide. Right? He, he recognizes the tendency, so he gets out a little bit wider. So he's splitting. He's splitting Greg, who's at the point, and I'm outside, and then somebody else is inside. He looks at me talking about switch. I said, nah, bro, I ain't switching. He went to the crap, but he wasn't. I said, nah, I'm not switching, dog. Switch, switch. I said, nope. Mm-mm. I'm not switching. Cause I, and here's why. I saw him do that to hard sock so many times. So whether what whether it was right or wrong, I just had in my mind, like he just don't want this work. So why do I got to get your work? That ain't that's not you know I'm capable of blocking him, but I don't want to. And that was just <laughs> off principle. That's not the play coach designed. That's yeah. not my job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to go up to the second level. I'm supposed to get a linebacker. I'm not playing on the D-line. I don't feel like doing it. So I was like, no, I'm not doing it. So it happened. So, you know, it's a, it's a lot of things that happen. Um, man, how much long how, – how long do you want to play in the National Football League? Man, I'm trying to – I'm trying to 10 plus. I'm trying 10 to do 10 plus. Yeah. And then after that 10 plus, what do you want to do with your life after that? So let's just say, let's say you play 14 years, man. That puts you at what? 30? 30. Well, I'm 20. I'm 28 right now. I'm 28. So like 34. 34. All right. You 34 years old. You've played, you know, 12, 14 years in the league, man. What do you see yourself going from there at 34 years old? Um, but so right now I got a couple of trucking business. I run from Charlotte. I got that going on, so I'm gonna okay. stand on that a lot more. Um, get more trucking, and then start flipping cribs. And I'm always gonna want to go back. I gotta go back and finish my degree at Clemson. So okay, that's probably gonna be the first thing I do. Go back and finish my degree. Probably do a little grad coaching, and because I, I got like 30 hours left, I need to go finish. Oh, that whole that whole year and a half. Yeah. Yes, sir. Still can't pass statistics, huh? Oh, uh, I got my science class. I can't. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a t- it was statistics for me, bro. Yeah, that's science. I don't take it like three times. Yeah. Ain't learned nothing from it a third time, man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I know where you're at. Hey, man, appreciate your time, bro. Appreciate uh, uh, you just hanging out with us, man. Appreciate you just being yourself, bro. So appreciate you coming on the pod, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, man. Good to it. Good to it. Let's get down to it.